Good afternoon, everyone. I'm excited to be here to talk about branding and, and social media. We've got Stephanie Hill and, and Shantae Parker in the house, um, both with Bennett Realty Solutions, both queens of branding and, and social media. We, we all know that um, social media is really play really plays a major role in in our businesses. So when I, I got started, obviously, no social media. And so, um, you know, we, we had to do things differently. But now with the Internet and technology it just makes things um, just a lot easier. And as, as real estate investors and as real estate agents, you just really have to em embrace technology and, and social media. And I have I, I consider myself an old head, but I really um, have embraced it, haven't ran away from it. Definitely have embraced it. So. Um, we got Stephanie and, and Shanti. Let's start with you, um, Stephanie. Um, social media, I know you're like, you know, social media through and through. What, what, what role do you see social media playing um, in not just for real estate agents or real estate investors, but just entrepreneurs in general? Honestly, social media is like the new Google, because realistically, when someone finds you, even if they hear you or come across you from you know, a referral or someone else who may have mentioned your name, they're always going to Google you and check your social profile because they want proof points. So essentially, they're looking to see, are you really living the life that you're playing? Or are you backing up what you're talking about? And the best way for them to get a good idea of that is to see your social presence because they want to understand, are you up to date with technology? Do you know what's current and what's going on? And the best way that you can demonstrate that is through your use of social media. Absolutely. And so, Shantae, same question. What, what role has it played um, in, in, your, in your success? Um, I remember taking classes early on um, about social media, and I understood it right from the beginning that it was a way for us to connect with people in a different way than we did before. Um, it's not as labor intensive as what we did before, which was cold calling and mailing and door knocking and open houses. It actually is a lot simpler because you're doing it from a phone or a computer and having contact with people. Um, and for me, growing over the years, trying to learn as much as I could about it, I feel like it's so much better to connect in this way because you can connect with somebody anywhere in the world. And so for me, especially like now during COVID with when connecting is really difficult, social media has been a way to really still engage with people on a relationship basis, your friends, your family members, you know, people that you do business with. Social media has been a really good way to connect with people and engage with people on a whole nother level. People you would normally not have access to. And, and so, Stephanie, for the realtor, for the real estate investor, what, which platforms um, would you recommend? So my go to is Instagram, because that really is here for finding each other. However, I know that a lot of um, agents are also on Facebook and, and perhaps maybe leveraging that for social media ads as well. But regardless of what platform you choose, absolutely get on Instagram. And, and I know that to be true because I'm just getting to Instagram. And well, let me ask you this question. Why do you say that? Why do you say Instagram? Instagram has a very high level of engagement and interaction for users. Users are spending hours on the platform. So it's a, they're investing a lot of money and resources into essentially trying to make it 
the new TikTok. So although Instagram has been around for years, because they because Facebook is leveraging the fact that TikTok is in this limbo status within the federal government, that is giving them an option of trying to bolster, you know, getting people to 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 see your content there. So they're putting extra emphasis and extra attention. So many of the features and things that people love on TikTok and that has made it so engaging transferring to this platform. So it makes it a really great opportunity for people to come in like a real impact and be able to really like touch people and see how your message is sort of permeating um, in a faster way than you may be able to do on just Facebook or even Twitter or one of the other platforms. And so Shantae, what is your go-to platforms? Um, I would say Stephanie is younger than us. (laughs) She's a millennial. He is a millennial, so I would, I would I would say that definitely Instagram is definitely a millennial and younger person platform. Um, I I would say originally it was Facebook first, um, and then Instagram became so incredibly more popular, and so I had to like you convert myself to Instagram. Um, but I definitely I definitely feel like like okay, so I, I'll give you an example. Um, Swiss Beats and Timbaland came up with the versus music battle on Instagram. They started that during um, COVID. And I can remember trying to get some of my friends who are my age to come to versus and look at it. And most of them did not have an Instagram page. They were like, why is it not on Facebook? So it's definitely an age um, difference in the, in the users. Um, and so I have, because of that, and because I understand that as a business person, I have to be on both platforms. I have to be on all the platforms where the people are really, but I have to be definitely on both platforms. I feel like now I do put more emphasis on Instagram because I do realize the engagement is so much more on Instagram and people, there's so many people, they can get you in so many different ways from scrolling or you're in there. Um, you may come up in their feed or they can do searches for you. It's so much easier. I think to find you, they have so much more access to you. In on Instagram than than on Facebook, and so Stephanie, talk about some of the um, at least for me some of the up and coming platforms like TikTok and and some of the others and and, and their importance. Definitely. So TikTok and Clubhouse are you know they TikTok has been around for some years and Clubhouse is definitely a platform that everybody's talking about now. And I think one thing to keep in mind, regardless of whichever platform you choose. Do whatever you feel like you can actually sustain because you have to be able to be consistent on social media. That's like the biggest nugget, the biggest key. And social media can be resource intensive and it can, you know, take some time to create content. And you have to also sort of understand who you're talking to on the different platforms. So while there may be many, I would really think about who is your end user, who is your end target client and where do they spend their time and then sort of start to navigate that way. Okay. Yeah. So I, I've kind of, and so I, I have, you know, with my daughter, she's handling her and Swan are handling my social media. And so we created a TikTok account because one, one of my biggest goals um, here recently is to have as many followers as I can on social media. And so ultimately my, my goal is to have a hundred thousand followers on the various platforms. And so to do so, you know, we just need to be on every platform and post on every platform. And for me, the reason why I want so many followers is because, and I, I say this all the time, 
we need to create a referral base, a base business. The easiest way to do it, the most cost effective way to do it is via social media. And so that's why I've embraced the platform. That's why we're even doing this, this live right now that will go to my podcast is so that I can build a business, a referral based business where all I'm doing is marketing to my followers, marketing to my email mark, email database. And that's how you build a business of, of any kind. Yeah. And so like your husband, when he goes to sell his business, when we go to sell our business, what we're really selling is our book of business. And we get our book of business via now via social media. We're really, really not paying for it. We're just putting out content. And the more content we put out, you know, the more people are that going to follow us. We've got to put out relative, uh, relative and relative content. Yeah. And so, so Shante, let me ask you this, because you do a great job just kind of running your business. Um, do you have a certain strategy that you use? I, I know you've got like Taco Tuesday and you and, always say and, that. And, <laughs> And, Maybe and you're for an invitation. Cream, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Um, I would say my strategy. I don't. I don't. I don't schedule polls. It's changed over the years. It's definitely evolved, right? I've I've tried many different things, but I would say that my strategy right now. I know that engagement is important, so I post regularly on my story. I know that that's where people are. They don't always go to your actual feed. So you can't just post on your feed and not on your story. I know video is important. So I have to do video. Um, I know people care about what you're doing. So a day in the life of a realtor, they care about that. I know that people care about my daughter. She gets the most posts, the most likes on anything that I do. I posted about her last night. And when I woke up, it was like 700 likes it which never happens about her funny Chante, my husband told me about that he was like you this is Chante's post her daughter got into jail so yeah <laughs> you were absolutely right we were last night he was telling me that yeah and, and people people somebody said this morning a, a real estate agent at a different company told me he was like I just feel like I've been a part of her whole journey through this process like thanks for sharing so people like to hear real stuff about your real life know that you're a real person with you know things that are great and things that are not so great so i just try to be as engaging as possible and i kind of go with what my life is doing at that particular time so i don't have a like okay i gotta do you know three today or what like i don't do that but i do i mean i know people who do a social media calendar which is probably helpful if you're just getting started to get yourself on a regular um schedule to do it but i do it regularly anyway so I don't really have to do that. Stephanie does it regularly, but Stephanie is more organized than me. So she probably has a whole like calendar or something. <laughs> do, you, do you use a, a scheduler um, like Hootsuite, Stephanie? Yes, I use a tool called Later, L-A-T-E-R. And I like Later because they have free plans and also like really inexpensive monthly plans. So I think the step up from free is like maybe $9.99 a month. The reason why I like it is because there are certain things that you talk about that, you know, aren't spur of the moment that you want to have scheduled, or you may be busy in meetings or, you know, other things and you want to make sure that content goes out. You can use a tool like later and it'll automatically post for you as long as you have a business account. And that way your content goes out and you're not sort of lagging behind. Um, I would 
definitely recommend that people start to think about their content pillars a little bit. And exactly what Shantae is mentioning, she hit all the main content pillars because you want to think about entertaining content. So stuff that's funny that you can really like pull people in with that shows your personality. You also want to show informational content because that a, it does well, Instagram picks up on the fact that people want that kind of informational knowledge and they will share that, Facebook, all of them, they'll share that content more often. Um, so it could be like three ways to do X, Y, and Z or how to blah, 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 all of that kind of stuff. And actually including that language in your caption copy, all of that is helpful. And then the third content pillar, as she mentioned, it's personal, showing your actual life, showing that you're not, as they say, like a real estate robot. So having those three content pillars will really go a long way to help give your page a good mix and also just will help you not to like burn out on like being so salesy. And so Shanti, why, why did you choose social media as your go-to marketing strategy as opposed to anything else? So I don't really think that um, you do much of anything else but social media, right? Of anything else, <laughs> um, like girl, you just on social media all day long. <laughs> um, I because it's free. Um, it has the longest reach in terms of how many people you can talk to at once, um, and it's where the people are. Like you have to be where their people are. So that's why. I mean, I've tried. I've literally. I've been a realtor for seventeen years. So I've literally tried everything. I would say. Um, some things have been successful, some things haven't. I used to do Hootsuite too until um, someone told me, one of, a trainer that I took told me that it doesn't have the same um, value as you putting it on yourself because Facebook. The, the crawlers of the, right on Facebook, the yeah. crawlers of the internet, they don't see it as, because they're looking for original content. So it doesn't appear as original content. So what you think is happening is actually not. And I was paying money for Hootsuite, so I just stopped doing that and just started doing it myself. And so, Stephanie, we, we know that video plays a big role in um, in putting out good content. What 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 role do you think it plays, and what's the importance of video? Video is the best thing that you can do. Like honestly, any type of movement, and there's different levels of video too, right? So you can animate the text on your screen, and that counts as a video view. You can also create what Shantae and I have been doing reels. Um, and Althea and Amanda, like everybody is like doing reels, which is so, so cool. And the reason why I love it is because it's a way for you to show your personality and layer on some additional text. And it doesn't have to be so, so formal. Um, so it's, it's something that I would actually recommend that people plan out in advance because although the finished 30 seconds look super simple, Shantae knows <laughs> to get it done. So yeah. the video is Stephanie is a lot more. She's a lot more critical of hers than I am. Like I just, I just want to get it done. So I, I edit, but she edits a lot more than me, and I just get it out there. But she's, she's definitely more concerned about it. But I just feel like I just need to hurry up and get it out there. So sometimes it's probably not as sharp as it could be. But I just think, I mean, it's kind of like bloopers. I don't think people really care. Like I mean, people. Like she said, they love funny stuff. They really, really do. They love to hear stuff that they're interested in. But really, real importantly, they just like to see your personality. So seeing you, like I, I changed my name on um, TikTok to the dancing realtor. So like, because every time I do a video where I'm dancing, I, it gets the most engagement than any other thing. And I'm being silly and I'm talking about something that related to real estate, but they're all involved in the dancing. <laughs> so 
might as well keep doing it. So yeah. And to that point, there there are also other ways that you can use video. So you can use it to talk about a variety of topics, whether it's, you know, Shantae doing live video for I'll use a great example. Or it could be showing like your personality and how you do something in your daily life, like when Shantae was doing the um like her, her Tuesday like meal prep or something, like mm-hmm. you can do that. House tours, every time I go see a house, I make sure to take lots and lots of video content and a million different ways. And that mm-hmm. is great content to share because people always want to see pretty houses. They always want to get design inspiration. Um, you can use video that way. Mm-hmm. You can actually just like talk to the screen and give a quick market update instead of like typing one out. So there are a lot of different ways that you can leverage video and the algorithms favor it. So when the, the platforms notice that you've put a video out, you automatically get a lot more um, engagement than you would if it was just plain text. I also think that client testimonials are really good videos um, to do or just I think people really love the day in the life. Like, you know, you're at you're at home making your coffee. Now you're out showing houses on a tour. Now you're at a home inspector. Now you're at settlement. And now you get to talk to your client about their experience with you. Like people love that. And it's funny, like I was telling you before, people may not, another thing about social media that I think is the most important thing to take away from this is that people may not like the post. They may not, you may not have even thought they saw the post, but they do and they're engaging with it because people actually text me and say, hey, what happened to Tip Tuesdays? You didn't do it. <laughs> they didn't even like your post or make a comment. Yeah, you're like, oh, I forgot. You like, or maybe I didn't have time to do it that day. So they, the audience keeps you accountable because they like to see it. So I know people are watching this. And the last one that we did together, I got so much positive feedback from it. And people were contacting me. Like we talked about our brokerage, and people were calling me like. What do you think of the brokerage and wanting to talk further about what we talked about on the live? And we didn't know that was going to happen, but it was really good information. And so I think that's what's that's what's most important about social media, that you keep doing it, whether you get likes or comments, you're branding yourself. People are watching. And most people I don't know what the the statistic is. Stephanie, you might know, but uh, most people will not comment and they won't like you. Like the like like the um, the post, but it's okay. You just keep doing it, keep grinding. People are watching. Yeah. Another thing that I learned is that you have to kind of ask for what you want them to do. So if you want them to comment, you got to say comment and give them something that they want to comment on. Or if you want them to share it or you want them to save it, you have to actually ask them to do it. Right. And also not asking open, asking open ended questions versus a terminal question. So instead of saying, do you like this? Yes or no. Saying, oh, what do you think about this kitchen? Comment below. And then when they respond back, then that's when you engage with them further and say, oh, do you think you would change this from blue to white? Um, or, or how would you enhance this? Things that just keep them talking because A, it keeps them engaged in the post, but B, when that happens, the algorithm is starting to favor that even more. And they're saying, oh, okay, people are spending more time on this post. Let me show it to more people in case other people would also be interested in seeing it and engaging with it too. Yeah, something I learned too, I think it was a class that me and Stephanie took together. Something else else that I learned is that you have to, I used to just post and kind of go away. 
But the engagement piece is the most important part of the post. So if you do what she just said and you say comment below and they and people start to comment, you can't just put a heart or, you know, say thanks. You got to really engage with the people like, OK, yeah, I love that, too. Or why do you like that? Every time she posts something, I engage with her. Every time I post something, she she engages with me. And I do that with a lot of people. But that engagement begins to double, triple, you know, explode and other people jump on it. So you can't just post. You have the engagement is the most important part of social media. Yeah. If someone makes a comment, you've got to comment back. Yeah. Um, what do you guys say to people that um, are not millennials um, that are intimidated? Old school like you. <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 on, I'm doing a podcast. Okay. You are not. You don't have a podcast. How about that? True. <laughs> um, what, what do you what do you say to people that um, are fearful of posting? Get over it. That's it. You just got to get over it. I I try to tell people to, to practice first. So, for example, when people are interested in either starting real, like I'm saying, well, people who want to do video and who are afraid of like showing their face, this is what I tell them. I'm saying, okay, say what you want to say in the in the in the mirror first. When you get comfortable hearing, you know, seeing yourself say it, record yourself saying. When you get comfortable hearing your voice, then go ahead and do it. Because I I've had a lot of people tell me that they are afraid of putting themselves out there in that way, um, especially with video content. And so that's one way to sort of take baby steps because if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you're not gonna keep doing it. And because we know that consistency is key. You, as Shantae said, you do need to start, you know, just kind of jump in there and do it. But these little baby steps can help you get there. And that's what helped me out. I mean, I, it's, I've probably only been live for less than a year. And, and, and the reason I, I went live is because I knew it was a means to an end. I have certain goals and I would never, ever get to those goals unless I embrace social media. And so it's really been less than a year that I've been doing it. But I, like you said, Stephanie, just took baby steps. And, you know, I had, I had um, issues with, you know, my, I had limited beliefs on how articulate I was or not. But then I was like, you know, who, who cares? Just get on there and just start talking. Yep. Just and, you are the secret sauce. Just remember that people tune in because they want to know more about you. They want to support you. So you're always like your biggest critic. But just know that people aren't thinking that way. And your flaws matter. Like they don't, they don't want you to be a perfect person. They want to know the real you. And so I think just showing up and being as real as you pop, possibly can be. I remember one time I did this post. I literally was sitting in the car waiting for to pick my daughter up from school. And I used to always post about that, like in the car again, you know, like, so everybody knows I drive two hours in the car to take my daughter to school and come back. But this one particular day, I had a bad day. Somebody had, somebody had died. And I was talking about how they did not have life insurance and how that really impacted me. It made me basically go look at my own stuff. And I was just basically being real. Like you have to care about your legacy. You have to care about your life. And I was just talking. And I wasn't like, it wasn't scripted. It was literally just out, out of my heart and my head at that particular time. And that post got so much engagement with people talking about their family members or talking about them, the same thing that it made, that's when I, that was the epiphany. I was like, you don't have to like edit to death. Like you literally can just talk and people identify with what you're talking about. Those are the people that are going to engage. And I think that's how you figure out who your audience is. Your audience is everybody that's looking, but your specific audience that you're marketing to, those are the people that will engage with you. 
I, I just think at the end of the day, we're real people, like we're people and we've got um, real issues in our lives, real emotions. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We're not the only ones. And so yeah. when people can really see that when you're just being real, they can really relate. <clears throat> and I, I think um, oftentimes people get on social media and it's just kind of superficial. They're yeah. only showing the good. Yeah, they no, always, no, they always have a makeup, their hair done, their best outfit. <laughs> it's it's scripted. They don't want that all the time. They just want you to be real. Yeah, and so, and and I'm, I'm probably you know I, I want to uh, you know appear a certain way on social media, um, and and sometimes I kind of hide behind certain things and don't expose myself probably the way that I should. And I see others that do, and and then I look at how many followers they have, and it's like wow. Like they have that many followers but it's because, you know, they just, they're a real person and they yeah. keep it real, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, not just showing, you know, the, the great meals and the great vacations and the great, you know, achievements and things like that. But, but then, you know, the challenges that, that they have. And, you know, if you want to build a following, I think you've got to be real, you know, in front of the camera. I think that um, Althea does a really good job of that. I mean, you see her, you know, made up with and with a nice outfit on. You see her in her bathrobe drinking some coffee. You see her playing with her little daughter. You see her exercising with the gym clothes. So you're, you know, working out in her basement because she's trying to be better with her fitness. Or you know, you see her getting a car at the car dealer. So you see her in so many different ways, but um, the, the post I like the most that she does is literally when she keeps it real. She's like, y'all. I had a bad day <laughs> and this is why I had a bad day. Those are the posts you like the most. Like it, it'll make me keep listening because you can identify with being a mom, like me, being a mom, having to, having to take care of your kids, deal with your business and all the other stuff you have to do. You have no idea who you're touching with the post. So I don't, that's why I don't think you should think that much about it. Like whatever moves, whatever moves you at that particular time is what you do. She, she keeps it real and then, and it, Sometimes you just break out crying. Yeah, it's, it was, I'm, look, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like crying along with her. <laughs> it's definitely real. It's, I was gonna say, yeah, she's showing her true personality, and that's what people are drawn to. They want to know you. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's touching. I, oh, I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna see Greg crying. Shante, you don't see me crying. I'm watching her cry. <laughs> I might do a post maybe later on, maybe in a couple hours. I'll, I'll, I might do a post and I might just go ahead and break out crying. Why not? But even like you, you, um, I mean, like when you will go to your, your favorite team's games or you've posted Beverly before, like you, you have shown your real self. You don't just show up as the guy in the suit that does flips and has <laughs> a real estate company. You, you are personal on there as well. And I think that's what people want. Um, I think people want realness. Mm-hmm. They want to be motivated. They want to be inspired. And I think that's how, you know, you get a tribe, you get a following. Yeah. You want to follow leaders. And I think we're, we're all leaders. Everybody's a leader, really. Everybody's a leader. Everybody's a teacher. You just got to get that out in front and social media affords us a platform to do all those things. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent for free. It's amazing. <laughs> Let's talk about that. It is free. And so organically you can post and get a following. But I actually utilize social media um, um, for paid ads as well. For a lot of things that I do, uh, I pay for it. And, and 
but because of that, so one of, one of my dreams as a young entrepreneur was to always have a business that was a national business, maybe even international, but definitely national business. That was like, you know, so when I got into real estate, I said, I'm going to be national in real estate. But really, you know, 20 years ago, didn't really know how I was going to get there and the challenges of that. But because of the Internet, when you're selling, you know, your your information, your knowledge, um, your intellectual um, property, like from day one, I started coaching real estate investors and I, I hired a virtual assistant to help me with my Facebook advertising, sponsored ads. And I didn't even know this, but he put me nationally. He said, who's your target audience? So I told him who my target audience was. He said, okay, what's your ad spin? I told him what my ad spin was. And I started getting people buying my stuff in California and Atlanta and Indiana. Where are these people coming from? (laughs) I thought he was just going to put it regionally. But he, they call it an avatar, your target targeted audience, your avatar. It was national. So I spend money um, every week, really every day. I have an ad spend for every day for my coaching program. And then so I've taken it to the next level. And so now I'm spending money. Um, I've created a recruiting funnel, and that is regional. But I, I do sponsored ads, and, and it works, and it's cheaper. Um Stephanie, you probably don't know, but um, Shantae knows that I used to advertise heavily on the radio and and on TV. Um, Sponsored ads is a lot cheaper. (laughs) It's a a lot cheaper. Do you remember when, um, I think it was Wenda did that video and she had done only like a dollar a day or something. And she boosted boosted a post and it was like a dollar a day and she got like two sales or something out of it and she did it on a whim she was just talking about buying and selling the house and how she was available and she was just in the office on her computer it wasn't scripted she had no idea it was gonna go like it literally went viral and she was able to get a listing from a dc house and a sale out of that just from thirty dollars yeah it is it is relatively inexpensive i mean realistically it's it's in my opinion better than direct marketing it's, it's better than many things because you can hone in um, with some restrictions now, but you can hone in on who you want to, um, to target, who you want to reach. And then if you have sort of your ads linked, as Greg mentioned, to like a sales funnel so that they're going to a landing page or they're going to something that's going to capture their information to make it like worthwhile for you to get their content information, it's like invaluable. So I 100% agree, you know, but you can do them um, on a weekly basis. You can do them with something small. Every time you get a closing, set aside your marketing budget and then go ahead and, you know, have a campaign going. So perhaps instead of, you know, just posting about, oh, hey, you know, I just sold this house. Congratulations to blah, blah, blah. Like adding in some additional information. Like if you if you want to reach um, new sellers, perhaps saying, you know, through my expert blah, 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 blah skills, I help my client to negotiate yada, 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 using the blah, 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 blah method. Um, let me show you how I can do that. Book me for a free consultation, yada, yada, yada. And then you can boost that post and then, you know, target it specifically like to who you want to try to reach. And it's great. I a hundred percent agree that it's definitely something to look into. But, but yeah. go ahead, Shantae. I was going to say when you, when you were talking, I was thinking you, another thing that I think 
we should be mindful of about social media is that you have to be willing to. We could you can look at the um, Stephanie. What is that called again? Where you can um, see how your posts are doing. Insight. Insights. You can look at it, your insights on Instagram, and you can see exactly how your posts are doing. And so I think I'm saying, you know, get over your fear and just do it. But you do have to be strategic at what you're doing. You don't want to keep posting something that's not getting any type of engagement. So the insights help you to see which posts are doing better than other posts. Because I think that one of the other beauties of social media, you can always change your strategy. You're, you're not married to any particular strategy. You can always improve your strategy. So one of the things I want to do is I do a lot of infographics and I post a lot of things with words, but I think that it would be so much better to do that same thing in a video versus and have the words trailing. Like how I think on your on our video, the words, what we're saying is actually coming up. So the person, because you got to attract all different types of what people are looking for. Some people need the words. Some people would prefer to see the person. Some people like the video with the music in the background. So I think you have to really um, try different things and figure out what, what actually works for you. Because what works for Stephanie may not work for Shantae. What works for Shantae may not work for Stephanie or Greg. So that's um, I think that's really important. And speaking about captions, captions actually is a, is a newer feature that Instagram is rolling out so that you know stories and such will automatically be captioned, which is great because that gives you an indication of another thing that you should build into all of your videos so that you can take advantage of their algorithm. So anytime they roll out a new feature, latch on to that and then implement that with your other content so that you can ride the wave. I think you should explain what algorithm is for our novice people who may be listening. Oh, okay, sorry. I know what that is, but most people probably don't know what that is. So, um, all of the platforms have a behind the scenes coding that determines who sees which posts. So sometimes you may send something out or you may ask your friend like, oh, well, didn't you see my post? I shared blah, blah, blah. And if they never saw it, it's not necessarily because they were being shady, but it's because <laughs> the algorithm determines how often someone sees a post based on how much they're engaging with it. So if they're actually liking the liking the post, leaving a comment, sharing it with other people, then they will start to see your content more often. But if every time you post something and it shows up for them, they swipe through it, um, as time goes on, they'll see less and less of that. And that's how the algorithm works. And that's how they determine um, how often and, and who to see. Because there's so many people that everybody's following. If you notice, I believe, uh, I believe it's like a 10%, maybe even less of what your actual, uh, like the number of people that you're following, like a very, very small percentage of that is who you see in your feed every day. And it's specifically based on who you engage with. Mm -hmm. That is right. Well, one thing that I want to mention is um, in terms of branding, social media is the best way to brand yourself, but it's not the only way to brand yourself. Yeah. Um, like Shantae's got a, um, a hoodie on with pin. That's that's branding. <laughs> I've got a shirt on. Benefit <laughs> Solutions. That's branding. Wearing a hat is branding. With, with your logo on it, with your name. Uh, I know we all have um, like paraphernalia that we wear. You could put magnets on your car. Um, you can engage in different ways. So social media is the best. Um, it's a true definition of marketing. Um, one of the definitions of marketing is just being in front of the people where they are, meet them where they are, and they're on social media. That's why we have to be on social media, but we have to have a marketing mix, not just social media. There's other things, especially as realtors or investors, email marketing campaigns, calling, um, 
some some people use billboards. There's just a bunch of different ways to engage uh, as a realtor, open houses, things like that. So, you know, a, a lot of my agents are solely using social media and they're killing it. But I do um, suggest having a, a marketing mix uh, with with a message and, and sometimes a certain message. I, I remember I used to um, advertise on the radio and everywhere else, I'll sell your house in 30 days or give you a thousand dollars. And that just kind of propelled my business from kind of being an average agent to being, you know, one of the top producers in the area with just that message. And I put that message everywhere, not just the radio. I was on my postcards, on my email, everywhere. I branded myself through that message. So messaging is, is just as important. Hashtags are important. Why don't you guys talk, talk about maybe Stephanie, the importance of hashtags? Definitely. So um, as Shante mentioned, let me explain what a hashtag is. So a hashtag <laughs> is basically a way that you can find a collection of uh, items about a particular topic. So it's, it's the pound sign, but it's not really the pound sign. Um, but you put that in front of a particular word or phrase, and then you can find conversations, posts, videos, etc., that all relate to that particular topic. So I recommend that people definitely um, have a good mix of really large ones, but then also very niche ones as well so that they can actually be seen in them. I always recommend that people think about location hashtags because that's really important too when you want to show up to people who are in your um, in the area that you want to sell in. So whether it's like spring or whether it's you know certain areas in D.C. or Virginia, et cetera, thinking about those smaller but really impactful hashtags will be helpful in kind of um, growing your reach and making sure that you're talking to people in the areas that you want to uh, leverage. So one of the things that I do when I'm about to post it and, I, and I'm trying to decide what I should hashtag it, I at first I used to just randomly do a hashtag, like whatever I was thinking at that particular moment, but I realized that wasn't very strategic. Um, so what I do is I think about that post, for instance, a motivation post, right? That I maybe, maybe for me, Monday is motivational Monday. I'm working out or something. So if you put, you start to type what you're thinking, like the word motivation, you'll start to see all the hashtags that have been used for that particular word. Or like yesterday I did Ivy League. So it was like a whole bunch of posts. So I took a class before where the, the trainer said, never pick the ones that have like a million, um, a million. You want the ones that have the, the in the thousands, like a hundred thousand or 200,000. You want it, you want it to have people in it, but you don't want to get lost with the, the, with the million. So, but if it has a hundred, clearly nobody has used that, used that hashtag very much. So um, Sunday, I, I was doing one that said, um, self Sunday or self self care is a really big one. You you'll see so many different ones about self care on there. Or I was doing wine Wednesday. I was taco Tuesday for sure has a lot of engagement. It even have songs that go with taco Tuesday. So it's really important though, because you want to be in these different communities, exactly what she's saying. You want to be in these different communities where you can engage and find other people. DC real estate is a very popular one. DC realtor, DC seller, home seller, all of those are really good hashtags, but, but they tell you to like create, curate a vault of hashtags that you can continue to reuse. Like, so once you know that that hashtag has good engagement, I always save it in my notes. So if I'm gonna do motivational Monday and I, and I've already gone through and I know what those are, I'll save that in my notes. that says, these are the hashtags that I'm going to use 
for motivational Monday. So you don't have to keep doing it over and over again. You know, you know what those are. And I do notice when I do that, I get engagement from other people that may have not necessarily, that's how you're going to show up in their feed or in their, um, I don't, can't think of what it's called, but that's how you're going to show up in the search based on those, um, hashtags. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little earlier with planning your content in advance. And so using a tool can sometimes help with that because, you know, you can save those in a bank. So as Shante said, you can save your Monday motivational message hashtags in one. You can save your, you know, just sold or, or ones that are about house tours in one. You can save, you know, yeah, in a toggle Tuesday, you can save all those in buckets so that when you're ready to share content, you can just click paste and and be done with it and sort of you know keep mixing them out like that um, so definitely schedule and plan the content so that it makes all of these things a little bit easier to sustain it, it should uh, every post have a um, hashtag yes i think so okay all and right. a location the location is very very important absolutely and so stephanie explain to us since since you're inter you're the millennial on the panel, so you you have to. Uh, I'm not that far. Like, <laughs> oh baby, you you far, baby. You far. <laughs> you don't look it. <laughs> don't let him come for you, girl. <laughs> Stephanie, explain to us what an influencer is and how to best utilize an influencer, and why why the importance of an influencer. So, two things. One. I think honestly, in our business, it's better for you. Well, I should say it's better. It's two ways to look at it. On one hand, you should be your own community's influencer. They should, you should be the person who they look to for all things real estate. Whenever they have a question, they think of you because you've proven yourself to be so knowledgeable, so approachable, um, and just so consistent in your business that they see you as that expert. Because an influencer is just an expert in a particular topic. But then separately, if you do want to engage with an influencer, I would really think about like how best you want to leverage them and just making sure that their audience um, will complement yours and that there's some sort of connection. So, for example, a lot of people are doing Zoom events or lives where they're having like panel discussions about a particular topic. You can leverage your lender um, who may not necessarily be an influencer, but you can leverage, you know, someone else, maybe like a home decorator or someone else who does have a larger following who can bring their community and who others may want to hear from. And it also just at the end of the day helps to bolster your expertise because you are showing that you have these resources and these connections available for your clients. So it, whenever you're thinking about using a, an influencer, just really be strategic about why you want to leverage them and not just like picking somebody with a lot of followers to won't further your end goal. And so as you guys know, we're um, I've already signed the lease for um, Baltimore. We'll be moving there Jan uh, June, June 1st. And so, you know, I've got this, you know, business plan that I've put together. And so I'm looking for influencers to be kind of part of the team. And so I've, I've been on um, social media, um, and just looking for who are the influencers in Baltimore that, you know, I can leverage their following, you know, to really get, you know, our, our brand out there. And so I'm going to be utilizing and I've talked to some people going to lunch um, Friday with some influencers that really bolster because, you know, I want to you guys know how I am. I, I, I don't want to just be in an area. I want to dominate. So 
you know, I'm looking for influencers there and, you know, and then, you know, help me go to other places as well. And so that's, you know, that's kind of part of the strategy. So realtor quotes, um, testimonials we talked about. Is there anything else that could be helpful or useful um, as we kind of wind this down um, to help people with their posting? You guys can think of. I would say, um, I would say Stephanie would agree with this too. Take training. There's so many free trainings online um, with social media. A while ago during the pandemic, she told me about a challenge on um, social media where if there was a Reels challenge that she did. And when I saw, started seeing her doing it, I called her and was like, hey, can we go to lunch? I need to understand Reels. You know, don't be afraid to hey, reach out to people, but engage yourself with all the free training that's out there and available. I mean, you can literally look on Eventbrite and put social media in probably 20 things will come up where you can engage in yourself. So I think you definitely need to educate yourself about social media so you can really understand the purpose and why you do social media. And I think that will inform how you do your posts. But training, I mean, training in anything is important. Also hire a, a social media manager or a coach if you really are that person who doesn't just necessarily want to do it yourself. There are people who do that for a living. So you can find someone who can do it. I know a lot of companies who started with a manager and then they actually started to do the, do it themselves once they got the, the hang of it. So you can definitely do that. It, it's it's so worth it, Shantae, to pay that money because oftentimes we just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. Um, and so most realtors and even investors, um, their, their business is like a roller coaster. They're up one month and they've got two or three settlements or more, but because they're spending so much time trying to get those deals to settlement, the next month is a down month, but yeah. now they're spending time marketing so that the following month they're back up. So it's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Hiring good talent, especially for marketing, especially social media, no roller coaster ride. Every month you're up because you've yeah. got leads coming in um, as you're closing leads, you're, you're working on your deals, you're time blocking on what's most important, maybe even getting an, an assistant. I know, um, Chante, you've got a transaction coordinator. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to put people on. We've got to build a team that's going to help us. And part of that is social media. Yeah. So I've got Beverly and Swan helping me with my social media. Beverly's starting to follow me around um, and just taking pictures and videos and things like that. And so yeah. I I, I actually learned something from this um, that we're doing <laughs> that maybe I should engage with um, a scheduler because there are many times where I am just way too busy to to get to what I'm trying to do. So so I know Stephanie takes times where she just plans it all out and creates the post. So maybe I should definitely do that because then I won't ever miss it because the consistency of it all is the most important thing. So thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> I remember we had a, a sales meeting a few months back and um, about six months ago. And, and I had you guys on with Amanda and, and, and Althea. Mm -hmm. Stephanie talked about reels. So she kind of introduced reels to, to the brokerage. And then I see the next day, all of you guys are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Chante was on there dancing and pulling. But I, I, I did it first. I had her first because she was already doing it. 
that's where she got it from, the real challenge. And then, then I told you, you need to ask Stephanie because Stephanie's the boss. <laughs> Yeah, and then once you put her out there to the office, everybody's like, "Okay, can I have a meeting with you?" Everybody's doing yeah, reels and who now. doing reels now? Um, a couple people. Valencia, so yeah, I see Valencia okay. doing reels. Amanda's yeah. doing Amanda's are hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and I was getting ready to say, um, we'd be remiss if we didn't spend a second to just talk about reels for a minute because it is such a great way to leverage all of those different content pillars that we were talking about. So you can do those funny reels. You can, you know do things that are more personal where you can kind of just tell what's going on. You can do those house tours. All of those things um, are good ways to give people just a little glimpse, like a little taste where they want more. And then because of the algorithm, you, they'll start to see it and engage with more. I know Shantae has mentioned <clears throat> some of her reels have been seen by thousands and thousands of people. Same with mine, same with all of the agents who are doing it because a reels will um, expand your reach much more so than any other type of post that is on the platform. So definitely. Yeah. definitely. Every, every, every day, Beverly say, daddy, let's do a reels. Like she's on <laughs> it. Those millennials, they're, they're on it. And I don't know if she understands the algorithms or not, but she's like, we're doing a reels today. I said, okay, yeah. Beverly, I'm going to follow your lead. Yep. <laughs> TikTok is very addictive. And basically reels is TikTok yep. for Instagram. So, so, I mean, I know people who just literally sit there and scroll through TikTok and have a, the best time. It's a black hole. You can be on there and like spend hours. I remember one day I was like a zombie. <laughs> TikTok is so funny. So you now can do that same thing on Reels. So that's why it makes sense because everybody's doing it. So why why would you not be with the where everybody is, like you said? And, and so the thing about it is, it just seems like a lot of fun. Like when you guys are producing these things and doing them, it seems like a lot of fun, but at the same time, you're branding yourself. Yeah. Um, and I crack up at myself. It's fun. It's fun and it's funny to even do it. And you kind of think it's silly until you see once you do it that other people love it. They're like, oh, you're so funny or you're so cute or you're crazy, but they love it and they keep engaging with it. It's good. All right, you guys. So, uh, are there any other tools uh, we didn't talk about, like Canva? I think Shantae, you mentioned uh, infographics. Yeah. Um, are there any other tools? I don't know. Did we mention IGTV or Facebook Live or, or anything else, Stephanie? Um, so a couple quick things. Um, Shantae mentioned Canva, and yes, it's a great tool to create, you know, beautiful design templates. But something else I learned recently, Etsy. Etsy is amazing. I use it for a whole bunch of other things, but you can actually get sample posts from Etsy. You can get like home buyers guides and booklets from Etsy and sort of customize them in Canva to make them fit your branding. So that might be a way that people can start off initially, like if they think like, okay, I want to get started with social media, but I'm not quite sure what to post. You can spend five dollars, get a month's worth of content, you know, real estate related content generic, but templates. And then you can at least have some things that you can start to post with and get you going and then get your videos in. And then you'll really start to see that you're going to create some engagement and you will have consistency, which is like the biggest, biggest thing. So, Oh, that's where you got that from. I noticed the new post. Uh-huh. I'm going to my new guide too. I'll send you something separate. <laughs> You got to network with people. You see, we always networking. Absolutely. And and it's okay. I mean, it's okay. And and that's what it's all about. I mean, if I see something that I like on the internet, like I'm going to use it. 
<laughs> just a little bit. But right, right, right. Like, or reason why I love Bennett. Say, I want to do that. How can, can you help me learn how to do that? I was gonna say, can I help you with? That's why I love this brokerage too. And I was, I texted Greg the other day. I was like, I love being here so much because you really feel like it's a culture where you really feel like you can ask things. So before I joined this brokerage, I knew of Shantae because I came to, I used to go to all your investment workshops, Greg, when, when we were able to be in person. And I was, I happened to one day be at a table with Shantae. And, yep. we, and I remember thinking like, I'm going to stay in contact. I'm going to like follow her. So sorry, but I've been like, you know, pseudo stuff. But anyway, so, <laughs> so then over time, like she was always like really, really nice and just always like answering questions. And then when you do your weekly workshops, everybody on there is always available. Like I just, and another friend of mine joined the brokerage and she was saying the same thing. Like you can, you really feel like you can reach out to anybody and ask a question and you're not going to be met with like, oh, sorry, I'm too busy or, you know, just, just some craziness. And I think that it's, it's, it's all based on the culture that you've created. So it's I based on the leadership. My computer is about to die. I don't want it to die, to, to die right. before you um, <laughs> So uh, closing thoughts, you guys, what, what advice would you give, um, you know, the people that are going to watch this and people are watching now as it relates to branding, social media, what advice would you guys give them? Um, I would say before you start to do anything, really sit down and think about who your audience is. Be strategic from the beginning, and then that'll help you to identify what platforms you want to be on, who you want to reach, because the content that you put out is going to attract the those type of people. So if you're, you know, not necessarily looking for first-time homebuyers anymore, stop post stop posting things about down payment assistance or you know things that would attract that kind of buyer. So really, just sit down for a moment and develop just some some baseline goals and a plan and then move forward also um i think you need to show up as yourself don't try to show up i should not try to show up as stephanie or i should not try to show up as real estate guru investor gregory i should only try to be shantae because that's who i am and that's who people that's where the transparency comes from from just being yourself your authentic self so you know, I used to worry about those same things. Like when Stephanie and I had this conversation before, I was just like, you know, I just want to get my makeup done. I want to get my hair done. Like all these girls on Instagram, they look so pretty. And I feel like I look crazy, like a, a stressed out mom. And she was like, and she was like, no, you don't have to do that. You you don't have to be. And she was very encouraging. You don't have to be them. You just need, you just need to be you. So you need people that help you remember the things that you really should focus on. So thank you, Stephanie, for doing that. And I like, like today I was, I had a thought like, should I put on a suit? Cause I'm here with Gregory, who's going to be in the suit. No, <laughs> I'm wearing my pen shirt. Cause that's what I want to wear. <laughs> and I'm 50. I ain't no little. <laughs> and who's wearing a suit suit, like a full blown suit nowadays? No. <laughs> Greg? I, no, I just have a no, shirt on and a suit. I'm in my underwear right now. See? See? That's what I'm saying. It's all, it's all, you know, it's all a facade. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, guys, I, I really appreciate um, you guys being here. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I actually learned some things that I'm encouraged. I, I, I want to go on and do something live, uh, which I'm sure we will today. And so I just want to thank you guys and, and everybody watching. Just get out there and do it. Just, um, just like me. I, I was... I, I, so where I am today wasn't where I was, you know, even six months ago, but six months from now, I'll be even better. And so you just have to get on there and just do it. 
And the reason why it's so important is because we all have goals. We all have dreams. If you're in business, any kind of business, social media plays the biggest role as it relates to marketing. And it plays such a big role that you have to embrace it. But what's good about entrepreneurs is it's freaking free. <laughs> At least it, organically, it's free. Now, you can pay for ads and things like that. Time. But yes. it's, it's the best marketing tool, and it's absolutely free. And it puts you right in front of your clientele, your targeted audience, your, again, what they call your avatar. And yeah. so also, also, you don't have to be a secret anymore with social media. No secret agent. You want people to think of you when they think of whatever business we're talking about. So if somebody says Shante Parker, you automatically know that she is a realtor. If somebody says, you know, I don't know, Domino's, you automatically know that's the pizza place. So you want you want social media gives you the platform to to brand yourself in a way that people automatically think of you and what you do whenever that your name is mentioned. OK. Um, so Shante, can I can I can I finish my closing remark? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shante actually you something. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go you, were you were taking too long. She had to hurry you up. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Let, let's all win, you guys. The best way to win in business is, is social media. I mean, you could know everything that there is that there is to know about what you do, but if nobody else knows about it, who cares? And so let's get the word out, you guys. Best way, social media. Let's brand ourselves. Let's go. All right, you guys. Thanks again, Stephanie. Thanks again, Shantae. Yay! Um, I, I owe you guys. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Love All right, you guys. Take care. Love you guys. Take bye. care. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. All right, bye.